fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. John Wright is the Voice of Reason. Welcome into the program and happy Friday to you. Yes, we are live on a Friday post Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope you had a wonderful day yesterday. Hopefully you are still in your semi-turkey coma enjoying all the festivities. I know I was yesterday. Good golly. I didn't realize how tired that stuff actually makes you. They say that the tryptophan that was going to make you exhausted after eating the turkey, you never truly believe it until it really does happen. And boy, oh boy, did it wear and tear. But we had a lot of fun, had a great time, got to spend some time with family, and it was always nice. So welcome into the program. Happy Friday to you. This is The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. No matter how you watch or listen to the program, we love you to death. Your Millennial General reporting for duty like we do every day. No guests today. Just you and I chit in the chat. Now, we were even going to put on a best of program, but then we figured, why the heck not? It's live. We like to have fun. We like to recap the holidays. We like to talk about holiday stories. I went a little hardcore politics on Wednesday, unlike what we usually do for Thanksgiving. So today's our day to talk a little bit because there will be some things affecting you over the next week that I think we should at least prepare for a little bit. But outside of that, I got to tell you, yesterday, Mrs. Voice of Reason woke up bright and early because we love to eat our Thanksgiving dinner early so that way we can enjoy the rest of the day and then snack as we go along. So I didn't get to, and usually I do this on the Wednesday before, and I apologize because I did not get an opportunity to do so before the holiday this year, but I kind of messed it up. Kind of messed it up. I did not get the request from those that are listening on the radio or on the TV or on the live streaming. I didn't get your recommendations. For the number of minutes per pound to cook the turkey in the microwave. It's a joke. I didn't actually. <laughs> the sad part is I always get an email every year thinking that, oh, my gosh, Andy, what are you doing? How can you be cooking a turkey in a microwave? We don't actually do that. Mrs. Voice of Reason probably made the best turkey that she has made in all the years that we've been together. It gets better and better every year. And I don't know how. I don't know why. But it gets better and better every year. I loved it this year. It was the most amazing turkey I think I had ever had, and I had so much of it. I, I woke up at 8 o'clock, and Mrs. Voice of Reason had gotten up at like 5.30. She started doing her thing, cooking all the stuff. Uh, got up at 8. We watched the Thanksgiving Macy's Day Parade, which we'll talk about here in just a minute. And we watched that. Little Voice of Reason was all excited about it. We had our turkey at noon. It was lunchtime, baby. Boom. We did it. After I ate and I gorged myself like I hadn't in a very long time, I usually try to keep my portions a little bit smaller. You know, trying to keep my figure, if you know what I'm saying. I ate a bunch and then I it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, I got to lay down. I don't care. You get in that mode. You ever get in that mode where you're so tired, you don't care what's going on or what you're doing. You have to lay down right at that moment. I laid down and I took a two-hour nap and I was dead to the world. Apparently, the neighbors came over to wish us a happy Thanksgiving and had been ringing the doorbell of the house and been knocking on the door. And I was completely oblivious to it laying right there in the living room in my chair. Had no clue. No clue that they were even trying to talk to us. So it was great. Then we watched the movie. If you haven't seen it, I do highly recommend it. If you watch the new movie, The Christmas Story, Christmas. Now, I clarify this. Do not watch The Christmas Story 2. 
Apparently that was a movie that came out in like the 90s or early 2000s or something. It was god-awful, horrible. I have no intention of watching that one. But there's a new Christmas story movie with the original cast with Ralphie and with uh, the brother and with um, Flick and whatever his name was, the other the two friends. They're all grown up now. It's the 70s. And HBO, if you have HBO Max, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. They brought the charm of the original Christmas story movie. I did not know that that was possible. I didn't think that they would be able to do it, and I was very skeptical when we turned it on that the, it wasn't going to really match the original story to continue that that legacy on. But it, I, in my opinion, at least it did, and it did a very good job. So that was our Thanksgiving. It was wonderful, and now back at it, ready to go again and continue the holidays going into the weekend as well. So hopefully you got to enjoy, and happy Thanksgiving to you. Well, I, I got to admit, we haven't seen the Thanksgiving Day Parade in a while. We watch it ish every year, but I have it on in the background and kind of go about my business, don't really pay attention to it. This year was interesting. And I got to say, can we please for the love of you know what, can we please start having some better music be played during the Thanksgiving Day Parade just like the Super Bowl halftime shows? Can we please have some decent music be played? I am tired of the pop. I'm tired of the hip hop stuff. I'm tired of the choir stuff. I mean, that's all nice. That's all dandy, but can we please have some rock and roll? Some metal music, something. Uh, can, we, <laughs> can we get like As I Lay Dying to sit out there and just scream their head off for a couple of seconds while they go by the stage there and everybody's addressing them? Can, just one time, one time, could we have some rock and roll out there? Same with the halftime Super Bowl show. I refuse to watch the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't watch NFL much anyways, but I refuse to watch the Super Bowl halftime show until they actually have a rock and roll show. When it was in San Diego a few years ago, I know there's a major petition going around trying to get Metallica to perform. Now, if that were the case, I would have turned on the game and I would have watched it and I would have watched the halftime show. But they didn't because they hate rock and roll and therefore they uh, didn't do it. They did have Mariah Carey play during the Thanksgiving Day Parade yesterday and of course sing her song, which by the way, all of the songs are completely lip synced. It is recorded it's completely lip-synced, and it really takes away the edge of the awesomeness of the performances as well. And the way I knew that was Paula Abdul, if you know anything about her, she went up and did her little dance routine and singing. And while she had the microphone taped to her face, you could hear the remixes in her voice. And while she barely even moved her lips because she was trying to remember the dance moves because she's so old that she can't remember half the dance routine as well, that there was no lack of delay or latency in her vocals, nothing. So, of course, it was all lip-synced, which really bugs me. Kind of drives me nuts. Then we had Mariah Carey at the very end that led up right to Santa Claus at the very end of the uh, the uh, parade. And Mariah Carey sang, of course, her song. Uh, but that song, again, is ruined to me because after hearing a, a rock and roll remix of the song, I can't truly appreciate the song any longer. Now, if she would have done it as a duet with... Um, with Mariah Carey and with Marilyn Manson, then I would have been totally cool with it. If you have not heard that mix down, I highly recommend that as well. I 
know half my listeners right now are like, why did we tune in on a Friday during Thanksgiving? What the heck's going on here, Andy? Uh, I'm telling you, rock and roll has ruined it. The same time you have other Christmas classics like, uh, see, and it's okay, by the way, now to start playing Christmas music because now Thanksgiving's over. I don't care what other people say. You have to wait until after Thanksgiving. After that, then it's free reign for you to play as much Christmas music as you want, including other great rock and roll classics like Ozzy Osbourne and Jessica Simpson. And yes, there was an actual duet of those two together as well. You're welcome. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I have now opened your minds to an entirely new world of Christmas music here on The Voice of Reason because that's what we... (laughs) Again, I don't know how many are still tuned in, but it's quite okay. Happy Friday to you. Uh, After that, that's when I kind of started zoning out of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Although, I will say, and here's our story of the day, the headline for a Friday. What's trending today? There it is. And sometimes hope... Hope has been reinstored in me in just a little bit in humanity and in the world of politics. Uh, Hope has come in a way, shape, or form that you don't always necessarily expect or anticipate as hope comes in unexpected ways. Sometimes how God presents himself in certain ways or in unimaginable ways. Hope yesterday was reinstilled in me at least just a little bit. Masculinity is not dead. I'm telling you, masculinity is not dead. While there is a woke attack on masculinity, while there is the woke mob that says ultra-masculinity is evil and bad, and any guy who tries to gain the attention of females is evil and bad, and how you know we need to have the beta males, we need to have the masculinity confession booths, because just by being a male and trying to get the attention of females or trying to do really stupid things with our adrenaline because that's just what we do and trying to better perform and outperform other dudes either on the dance floor or doing adrenaline things like riding dirt bikes or skydiving or whatever else there is uh while they try to demonize that stuff deep down deep in their core deep in their dna the woke mob left recognizes and realizes that masculinity is still much alive and well and they enjoy it While they try to demonize it, they're really kind of trying to deny their existence because either you want to be an alpha male or you are attracted to an alpha male or if you are on that other side of the aisle or other gender, whatever your flavor is, you still enjoy the masculinity. And here's how I know. I was watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade yesterday and there was nothing that seemed out of the ordinary. Everything was fun, little voice of reason, enjoying all the different balloons and all the fun different uh, floats and all the good stuff there. It was cool. It was done. Went about our day. Forgot all about it. Then I see this headline on MSN late last night and early this morning where Smokey the Bear, if anybody saw the parade and saw Smokey the Bear, there's apparently now a trend going on of why Smokey the Bear was so darn sexy in the parade. If you haven't seen the balloon or haven't seen the parade or forgot what it looked like, you can Google what this balloon looked like this year for Smokey the Bear. But according to MSN, a sexy Smokey Bear balloon gets the Macy's Day Parade viewers all hot and bothered. As there were a blow up and a trend on Twitter for a while is why is Smokey the Bear ripped wearing skinny jeans? So hot. Now, (laughs) if you look at it, you got to admit, I guess he looks pretty good. All right. Uh, He's got the chiseled chest doesn't have the big old belly 
has some pretty tight jeans there, but he looks like a ripped dude. If, if it wasn't a bear, this would look iconically like the alpha male grizzly man that works out in the woods. He looks like he's about ready to chop some wood. He's got the furry chest, and if he didn't have a hairy face like a bear, he would have like a beard. He would look like the ultimate alpha male that works all day long. Had his shirt off, I guess. Has the toned bod. Is just ripped. And apparently, the left-wing woke mob thought that Smokey the Bear was ripped and was looking hot and sexy in the parade. Which tries to reiterate, again, okay, now you can say it's a bear. I think that according to the left, this reiterates the fact that while they try to deny their inner being, while they try to deny their DNA, while they try to deny their natural instincts, they have to come to admit that Smokey the Bear or though that type of the grizzly man, the beef guy, the one that does the hard work, the ones that wears the blue jeans and the Wranglers, the one that works outside and chops wood all day long and is the foresty kind of outdoorsman, the muscular, the fit, the hairy, the masculine kind of guy, they just admitted that alpha males are not dead and they're actually attracted to them. And with that... I say that, guess what? You just shot yourself in the foot. Masculinity is not dead, and in fact, you enjoy it. Just admit that you enjoy the masculinity. I'm telling you, optimism comes in strange ways, and the hope and optimism was reinvigorated with me watching that yesterday and then seeing the response of people who, with the left-wing mainstream media, admitted that a working grizzly man was extremely attractive. And I'm okay with that. Lots more coming up on the show for a Friday. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Bring some reason into your day. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Reading through some of these Twitter pages are hilarious regarding the smoking bear thing. AKA Coin Now is Sexy the Bear, apparently. Uh, they are all these woke, feminist, anti masculine women that are on the Tweety. They're the ones that are commenting on this. Oh, I feel so uncomfortable looking at Smokey the Bear. Oh, Smokey the Bear, it's so distracting. Oh, I will stop for forest fires, Mr. Bear. The reason that I think it's hilarious is because they're the ones, they're the woke mob that, again, just despise masculinity, but yet apparently they're. Extremely uh, excited by Smokey the Bear that looks like a masculine dude. And I say this with all the jealousy in the world because I can't grow chest hair, nor do I have the big old bulging arms like that. So, you know, I'm the nerd that sits behind a radio microphone and rants all day about political issues and philosophy. So I'm <laughs> that's not my thing. I could do outdoor work, by golly, but I don't look like that in any way, shape, or form. So uh, apparently masculinity is not dead. And we should be very proud of that, as uh, it was uh, shown by Smokey the Bear during the Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. I just find that kind of interesting. Now, here's the interesting part. Let's move away from the parade and, and Smokey the Bear for just a moment. We're in Black Friday today. I have yet to hear about any type of mobs on Thanksgiving or on Black Friday today, which is a little disappointing. I know that we're supposed to be thankful for the things yesterday and then go buy a crazy bunch of stuff today during Black Friday and this weekend was uh, Small Business Saturday and then Cyber Monday and this whole weekend of all these crazy sales that will go on until really Christmas. But I have yet to hear about any mobs and any people beating each other up like a mosh pit at any of the stores today, and I'm a little disappointed in that. 
Apparently, there's too many online shoppers now to where you don't get that full experience. I remember as a kid, there was one time, one time I remember as a kid, where we were standing in the mall during Black Friday, and it was my mother and my grandmother, and we were together, and they had the gate. You know how the gate rolls down for the business uh, in the mall, and then they they roll up the gate, and that's when you can go in. And there was a line of people, and there was there was going to be a crazy mob that was going to run in there. And I'll never forget it. We were waiting there. We were towards the front, and they had told me that when the gate starts to open, since I was younger, I don't know what I was. I was probably like five or six or something. That I remember the, one of my first memories. They told me to run underneath the gate since I was shorter and run and go grab a cart before the mob went in there and snagged up all the carts. And I remember doing that. And as soon as the gate started to open, I was little and I was able to slip underneath there and grab it. And I, I'll never forget that one person, it was an adult, got really angry with me and they tried to grab the car and yank it out of my hands and then gave up and just walked off. But I miss that excitement. I know now you can go onto Amazon or go onto a website or do whatever and then buy whatever you need to and it just gets shipped right to you. But there's just the lack of feeling, that less of lack of personality, that lack of intimacy when you get to ram into somebody else with their carts and try and steal the last TV off the shelf out of somebody else's cart because you missed the deal. There's, <laughs> there's a lack of intimacy there. And I think that's the lack of connection that we have in society nowadays. That is the problem with the world, ladies and gentlemen, is we do too much damn stuff online, not enough stuff in person, and I think that's the problem with the world today. Get back out there and start a mosh pit in the middle of Walmart, and everything will get back to normal. On uh, Thanksgiving Day, however, here's the crazy part, that we already have the numbers in on how much people spent, not on Black Friday today, but on Thanksgiving Day yesterday, where consumer spending set an all-time record of $5.29 billion. That is up near 2.9% year over year. Now, I want to remind you, this is at the same time that inflation is sitting at near 9%. And while the Biden administration's all giggly that the fact that it's mellowing out and it's starting to balance itself out, we're balanced out at an 8% inflation rate, 8.5% inflation rate. So be happy with it because it's not just going back and forth and all over the place and climbing. We've now moderated it and flattened it out to an even 8%, 8.5%. We're good. Yeah, You can just rest assured that now we're consistent. <laughs> and apparently that's where we're at today. Uh my question is, the 2.9% year-over-year increase in spending, is that because we're buying more? Or is it because we're buying less things, but we have to spend more money to get them, which is why we're up almost 3% over the year and sitting at just over $5 billion in spending yesterday, not even concluding, including what's happening today or throughout the weekend. We'll do some more of that when we come back here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Yes, you are listening to The Voice of Reason. Reason, common sense, rationale. That's what we're all about here on the program. Trying to cram 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time, which we are on multiple radio stations, plus the TV and the live streaming. We have a heck of a following over on OpsLens, our family over there. I know they're having some... Now, here's the weird thing. The glitchiness on the social media is not happening on their website or on their app. It's only their Facebook feed. We don't know why. I know they're working on it. We do also have the video stream on our own personal in our Voice of Reason show page as well. 
which you can find at Who's Your Reason on all the social media sites with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and Twitch.tv and everywhere else that we're on. You can find us there. You can find OpsLens there. You can watch us also. We have plenty of opportunities for you to check out the show. We love you to death and appreciate you doing so. Also, as a reminder, I know we'll remind you next week as well since you are on holiday mode right now and you don't want to have to sign up for more stuff, but we have our newsletter coming out probably the end of next week or the beginning of the week following uh, as we do have our monthly newsletter. So if you have not become a Hoosier-holic, just go to the website at HoosierReason.com H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. It's completely free. You just sign up and you say, yes, I want to become a Hoosier-holic, type in your email, and we'll send you that newsletter every month. It'll have our blog on there. It'll have our topical issues. It'll have recaps of the show and where we're at and what we're doing and the Hoosier Media Network and everything we've been working on. So lots of really cool stuff on there. Always love it when you sign up, and we appreciate you very, very much. All right. So real quickly here, let's get into, I guess, some serious issues for the day-ish. I mean, we've talked about Smokey the Bear enough that, uh, you know, why not? Everybody's all hot and bothered now, <laughs> right? Thanksgiving spending hit $5.29 billion yesterday and already uh, with holiday shopping. Now, that's on the day. This is why I don't like this. It's like early voting. Why the hell do we have early voting? Why the hell do we have early shopping like this? I know that the businesses are trying to expand out their revenue and profits by making it a longer stint of time. I get it. But why do we have that much spending on Thanksgiving Day? Thanksgiving Day is, of course, supposed to be the day where... We're thankful for what we have, not to try and beat each other up for what we can get. Thanksgiving Day. All the businesses should be shut down on Thanksgiving Day, my humble opinion. I mean, obviously, there shouldn't be a law against it, but it should be the common courtesy of a business to say, you know what, go home and spend time with your family on Thanksgiving Day, not, hey, let's see if we can sell some more of this stuff for the underlying budget in the bottom line. I'm not okay with that. I think we've taken that just a little bit too far. But yesterday was up near 3% year over year on total spending. My question is, is it because of we're spending more and we're buying more things? Or is it because of inflation where we're buying less, we just have to spend more to get it? Because things are going to go up even more outside of the near 9% inflation that we're floating at across the nation right now. And outside of the extension of the student loans, if you haven't heard, that the Biden administration extended out instead of people that have federal student loans that were going to start paying back in January, they now don't have to start paying back until June because he thinks that it will go through for the student loan forgiveness program. And it's sitting in the Supreme Court. And he said he wanted to get plenty of time for the Supreme Court to make their decision on whether it was constitutional to reverse and just eliminate those federal student loans or not, up to $10,000 or $20,000 in some scenarios, whatever, that he wants to delay that out. So either it'll be removed and it'll be all clear, or we'll start paying those back in July of 2023. Now the question is, the money that the students don't have to pay on the student loans, what are they using it for? Are they using it to continuously pay down their student loan because they realize it is their responsibility to pay on it? <laughs> I highly doubt it. Are they using that money to maybe save for retirement, put that money back into the uh, 401k or something? Probably not. What they're using it for is probably this massive amount of money that's being spent on holiday goods, which, cool, spur the private economy, totally get it. I mean, I guess that's a good opportunity for you, but probably not the most for fiscally responsible. But things are going to go up even higher outside of just inflation because now we have some of the biggest companies, which usually this time of year is when they're hiring on additional seasonal workers, right? You have Amazon, you have Macy's, you have Walmart, you have Sears. Is Sears still a thing? I think it is. Maybe it's just downside. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not around any longer. Sears, 
I remember that from Home Improvement. Anybody remember that show? Yeah, I got the unlimited credit card to Sears. That's where, that's the good old days. Again, back to the nostalgia, man. But the big box stores, that's usually where they hire on their seasonal workers to help out to either manufacture, to distribute, to be the retail, or to whatever to help fill the seats because they're so busy this time of year. What's happening instead is that Amazon is looking at cutting workers. In the social media industry, obviously, we've had Elon Musk and Twitter lay off near 50% of their workers. We've had Facebook cancel some of their workers. We've had other big box stores that started to let people go, while others, a few, are looking for the seasonal workers, but it's not nearly as many as what we see throughout the year, which is kind of concerning, isn't it? While people are spending more money, and while we have a supply chain issue right now, and people are scrounging to get what they can, you would think that businesses would be looking for all the help that they can get, but instead they're letting people go or they can't find the help that they actually need. Which for that, I would say Democrats and progressives, you got what you asked for while you were praising this whole great resignation with people leaving left and right, which I say good for you, become independent financially and start your own business. Uh, that's a good thing. They were parading it around as, oh, good, because people are getting their $15 an hour. Oh, good. People are leaving the entry level jobs and positions. Oh, good. People are moving up the ladder. And while that is a good thing, the whole fight for 15, maybe not that one, but the resident, the moving up to become a manager instead of a worker, moving up from the entry-level position, those are good things. That's the way the economy is supposed to go. That's the way a business is supposed to go. That's the way that the private sector is supposed to go. The problem is, is that Democrats and progressives have taxed and is regulated so horribly bad that you can't find anybody to fill now those entry-level bottom-tier positions. The retail store. The distribution center, the packing store at Amazon, the ones that actually put the things in boxes and ship them off. You can't find people for those jobs anymore because you've run them off either by moving up the chain or putting them on unemployment for so long they don't want to come back to the lower raise. They don't want to come back and work for less money than what they were doing sitting at home getting unemployment. So now we're in a quandary here. Some businesses aren't making what they need to, and they're cutting individuals. Others can't find the help that they actually need. And it's because that these woke left-wing businesses have shot themselves in the feet. Prime example. Headline from the Daily Mail right now. Amazon warehouse workers are now staging today, on Black Friday, a global strike in 40 countries, including the United States and Germany, over pay and working conditions. This is a liberal, progressive company that, just like Bank of America, just like other big companies, they despise conservatives. They are now dealing with a strike. I thought that the liberals loved these types of companies. They loved progress. They loved technology. They loved this new stuff. They love these woke businesses that are, quote unquote, doing good things for the community and doing stuff for the LGBTQ community and all this other stuff. They love these guys. But instead now... They're dealing with a major strike on Black Friday, probably one of the busiest times of the entire year for the company. And now they have a global strike for people fighting for additional pay and worker conditions. Now, while I despise unions and I say, get your ass back to work, I kind of find it ironic in this scenario because the business has asked for it. And while they try to claim to be the woke ones, the woke ones are the ones that are eating themselves up. It's kind of like AOC when she's out doing her town hall meetings, and now she has her own socialist crowd telling her that she's a sellout and that she supported the war in Ukraine, supporting Ukraine instead of just fighting for peace, and that she is now part of the problem that she swore to go into Washington, D.C. to destroy. 
the woke have gone so woke that they're now eating their own because now you have a purist contest. You have a purity challenge from the other side that is now destroying theirs, and it's starting with these. And remember, you have to unionize against your own now. I mean, Amazon has the union. If you like them so much, why do you have to unionize against them? While they are a big conglomerate corporation that's destroying, quote-unquote, people and humanity and everything else that you claim, you love them because they're also woke and support LGBTQ. But now you say you have to unionize against them. Starbucks was the first one that saw this a few years ago as the social experiment because they hired on the LGBTQ. Then they started hiring on the Syrian refugees in a political statement against those that were against importing Syrian refugees during that time of extreme terrorism and those that called themselves pirates from uh, from, uh, Somalia and the Somalian pirates and the Syrian refugees with all the terrorism going on there. They started hiring those on to be the woke company. Then you had the inner bickering because the Uh, Muslims that were coming in from the Middle East despised the LGBTQ community and they didn't get along very well. And then you had to unionize in the company to fight against the evil corporation because they weren't properly taking care of their clients and their employees. Then you had the ultimate, which was the DNC, the Democrat National Committee, where they had their own workers at the DNC unionize against the DNC because of better working conditions for the political organizations like the DNC. That's how woke that we've gone in this nation. So these companies, when they start biting themselves and start shooting themselves in the foot, I find it kind of ironic. It's a pain in the butt for you and I to try and go shopping and get the things that we need to if we use that service or use Amazon. But it's also ironic, and I kind of sit back and smirk a little bit, because while they claim to be woke, they're not very woke, or at least not woke enough for the woke mob that works for them, that was proud to work for them, and now they're turning against them because they want better working conditions. We're getting into the phase, and this is a good thing, I think. We're starting to get into a phase in society to where pretending to be woke just by running a marketing campaign or saying that you support something or saying that you're against the people with guns or that you're against Donald Trump and the MAGA crowd, that you're against these groups, there's a point where it's going to take more to appease that crowd than just saying it with a marketing campaign. And we've talked with that, if you remember, we've had uh, one of the gals who was a former CEO or almost to be CEO of Levi Company, Levi Jeans, where she said that these woke companies aren't really woke. They don't really care, but it's a fad to try and win over their new crowd. That's not going to cut it anymore. And these woke mobsters are realizing that it's going to have to take a little bit further to continue to win them over. But at what line do the businesses draw to say, this is insanity, we just want to make money, we don't care about your political agenda any longer, and we can't fake pretending to be this way without actually being that way, and we don't know if we really want to be that way or not. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right. Reason, common sense, rationale. Welcome back into the show. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Yesterday, let's keep the celebration going. What do you say? Keep the holiday going. We've tried not to go too hard politics today, but still having some fun. 
Watching these numbers come in from the amount of Thanksgiving shopping that happened yesterday, what we could see with Black Friday today and over the weekend, the question still remains, is it because you're buying more or is it because you're trying to buy less but with a higher cost to it because of supply chain issues, because of high inflation? Then on top of it, we're going to see it even worse as Amazon and other big companies are doing these global strikes. With Amazon, a global strike in 40 countries, including here in the United States today, with warehouse workers not packaging your goods, not getting them out, which means you may see a delay in some of the items that you buy there. Here's what I recommend is that, look, if you are one that likes to support businesses based on their political stance, based on the messaging or the movement, then all the power to you. And unfortunately, we've gotten into a society where we do that a lot. And it's sad. I don't think we should have to do that, but we do nowadays. We have businesses that are very woke, and then we have businesses that openly support conservative messages, and therefore, now we have a divisiveness, and one side likes to support one but not the other, and vice versa, when it should just be, hey, do you have a good quality product? Remember, business, there's like three tiers, and you can only have two out of the three if you're a business owner. You have quality, you have price, and you have customer service, and you want at least two out of the three because it's difficult to get all three of three, because if you have the good quality, then it's a little bit higher cost. If you have the cheaper cost, then it's a little bit lower quality, but you at least want to keep one of those with customer service. And right now we have very few of any of those and not all businesses, obviously, but a lot of businesses, because it's difficult if they say, Hey, uh, Oh yeah, we're bank of America. But if you buy a gun or a firearm, then we're going to go ahead and just cancel your accounts because we don't want that part of our business. Wait, what? I mean, we have the Biden administration, which I love how the media is touting this whole speech that he gave, uh, what was it, yesterday, where he talked about trying to ban uh, weapons of war and assault weapons and saying he couldn't understand how we still have semi-automatic weapons as weapons of war or assault weapons. Wait, we're, we're tying in all these different terms together by saying that apparently a semi-automatic, which is like everything that's out there, if you have a... A, a, a squirrel hunting 22 rifle that is a semi-automatic rifle if you have a nine millimeter handgun then you more than likely have a semi-automatic the only semi-automatic you don't has have is if you have a revolver and that's about it outside of that everything else today is more than likely a semi-automatic rifle unless you have a revolver handgun or you have a bolt action rifle Outside of that, everything else is semi-automatic. But Joe Biden has now said that that is the same thing as an assault weapon, and he can't believe that we still have semi-automatic rifles here in the country. So now we're going to have these woke companies come out and support him and support this message because that's who's yelling the loudest and that's who's going to buy their products if they say it. While they don't really mean any of it, they want to try to appease that group because they're stupid enough to buy their products if they say it. And that's concerned. So now we have the, this divisiveness in business when it should just be, hey, if you have a good deal, if you have a good product, then I want to support you and buy your product. So support local as you go into the weekend with your uh, Black Friday today, with which I'm sure the Black Friday sales are probably mostly done for the day today. Your small business Saturday, your Cyber Monday, that's going to go on really from earlier this week all the way up until Christmas Day. And the sales are going to try and be the best that they can while the inflation is high, while the supply chain issues are still there, all of it presented by the Biden administration while they're pretending it's not. And you're going to be spending more money. So I'm curious to see next week we'll get another report on how Black Friday sales and Cyber Monday sales will look with the amount of money that people are actually spending and where we may be. On the other front, we got just about a minute left here before we 
wrap up the show. But something of importance is coming up tomorrow on Saturday is the beginning. The Supreme Court and the state did approve it, and it is a go. Early voting is kicking off in Georgia for the Senate runoff seat uh, with the Democrat, with uh, Warnock, and with Herschel, Herschel Walker. It is going to obviously be a big one. We have to have that seat. So if you listen and you're in the state of Georgia, then I guess get out and vote, whether you vote on Election Day or you vote with the early voting. But I am concerned again with early voting in Georgia. Will that deter Republicans and will that upset the race in some way, shape or form with potentials of what could happen with the shenanigans again, like usual, with early voting? As we are officially two weeks away from that race. Uh, I think we did we get it all. I think we got everything for a Friday today. A little bit lighter today with the politics with Thanksgiving. But hey, hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving. Continue on with that turkey coma, my friends. Enjoy as much as you can. If you had to work yesterday, then hopefully you get some weekend off. We're back out on a Monday again for the voice reason right here. So until then, go watch some Christmas movies. Go listen to some Christmas music like the rock and roll that we just played for you. Go and set up your Christmas decorations. Enjoy the turkey coma. Have a wonderful weekend. We're back at it on Monday. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you on the radio.